Welcome, everybody, to the Tiffany Talks podcast show, where I discuss holistic health, healing, and helping others in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Tiffany Patlin, best-selling author, health and wellness coach, and inspirational speaker. I'm on a mission to heal the world. Today, I will be talking about three tips to get you through December. I was going to say through winter, but this is really for December because December, the theme, as we all know, is really about the spirit of giving. I actually had a conversation with my son this morning about how I feel like a lot of people are so focused on the spirit of receiving opposed to the spirit of giving. Um, So I just wanted to throw that out there. Let that be a reminder to people that um, sometimes we can get carried away, you know, with life and with our thoughts and, you know, with things that we're carrying, pain, um, projections, just things that we do when we can get caught up in the spirit of, we can get caught up in the spirit of receiving instead of the spirit of giving. So it's really important that we just make sure we do that personal mental check that we ourselves are making it a point to be in the spirit of giving and not so much in the spirit of receiving. So now what I've come to notice that a majority of people, um, they tend to suffer with a few of these things that I want to mention depression is huge, not only because of winter blues, but if we are somebody that has, you know, suffered some type of trauma or abuse, and if we haven't healed that, then when we encounter daily life events, especially around Christmas time, where people are getting together with family and friends, um, where it's almost as if gifts are expected, we think about our finances, how we don't have any, And these type of events can affect somebody who's carrying a lot of unhealed pain and trauma. It can almost feel like 10 times as worse or challenging than, you know, somebody else that's more healthy minded. Um, I speak from personal experience when it comes to that. Um, I've felt that and I know what that's like. Um, It almost seems like things are nuclear. and, And then I remember in the past, I would wonder why people would, you know, respond to me the way that they were, you know, thinking I'm a crazy person. I'm over here thinking they're the crazy person. <laughs> Let's just say I'm grateful to be in the space that I am today. <laughs> you live and you learn, right? So like I mentioned, depression is a big one. Um, same thing with lack of finances. Like I mentioned, no friends or family. Um, you feel alone watching everyone else buy gifts or make plans to be with family, etc. Um, I I did mention the challenges, especially when we have unhealed pain insides. And, you know, like I said, I can relate. If you look at my last two episodes, the the first one I did for December was about depression and loneliness because, uh, you know, I'm in the 
realm of helping people heal mentally, physically, and spiritually, because it is my belief from my personal experience and many others that when we focus in those three areas, that's when we bring the human body into alignment. So it's really important to focus on our mental, physical, and spiritual health. So I talk about um, depression and loneliness and things you can do to combat that. And then the second episode I did was because it hurt my heart how many moms I saw that were constantly, you know, commenting and um, that they just feel like failures because they don't have money for Christmas. And that's why I wanted to create that episode to try to help moms, you know, try to look at things from a different perspective to get out of that rut where society expects us, it's Christmas, you are supposed to put up a tree, you're supposed to put up decorations, you're supposed to have money, so you can buy gifts, so you can, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what society expects of us. But we are in charge of our own family, our own children, our own everything, our own traditions, our own everything. You know, we're the ones that are in charge. We're the ones that get to say what we can do. So if something's not working for us, we have the ability to change that. And that's what I mentioned was to recreate an experience for your children so they can learn something else. You know, Christmas can look different this year than it did last year. It can still have a beautiful uh, spirit of giving in that. So that was the second episode. And then this one, you know, I thought about, you know, just just those people that are just struggling, just, you know, with all of that noise of the gift giving and the receiving and not having money and, and, you know, feeling like you're so alone and you miss your parents, I, you know, you miss your family, you know, I get all that. I myself actually am feeling that because I don't have any, you know, blood relatives here in Utah. Actually, no, I take that back. I think I have a cousin that lives out here. He's like a second cousin. Um, I need to reach out to him. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. So that's, that's Tiffany's homework. Um, so I don't have family here in Utah that I actively, you know, visit with and hang out with. So it does make me feel sad. I do have family in Texas and they are, you know, getting things together. They're getting everything, you know, for a picnic they're going to do. Then they're going to have, you know, I think the family um, dinner that they were having every single year in Texas for my family. And it was really important to me because when I started going back to Texas to revisit family, I remember my grandfather saying that he loved how everybody met together for Christmas. And he said, we're going to do this every year. So I had been going every single year. The only time I didn't go was when my third baby was born. And the reason for that was because um, the previous baby that we flew with, he ended up getting sick and I don't want my tiny baby sick if they don't need to be. So um, we, you know, opted to not go that year. And then I think finances were another year. But then we started going back. And now my beautiful grandfather is now in heaven. And it's very, very sad. Um, I did want to go to Texas because I believe they're going to do a lot of honoring family because I've we have a lot of family members that were lost due to COVID being in the hospital. And so I know there was a lot of memories that people wanted to have. And I'm really sad that I can't be there. So I have that sadness. You know, I'm carrying that with me this year. And then I also have family in Vegas. I just found out, you know, my dad's going to be in Vegas with my brothers. And I really want to go to be with them. And but, you know, it's challenging for me. And it was last minute, you know, 
you know, if you're, you know, if you're a mom and you're, or you're a dad and you have kids, you know, very well, you need advance notice. You need to make sure you have funds. You need to make sure that you pack everybody. Oh, the packing. <laughs> Cause if you forget something and then the food, because, you know, we're really mindful about trying to be as healthy as we can, even when we're traveling, it's very hard because there's not a lot of places out there that have a lot of healthy food. It's all the, the chemical laden food, pesticide laden food. And, you know, it's really hard. You know, we try to be, you know, live balanced and eat some of that stuff when we need to, when it's convenient, you know, like it was intended, it wasn't intended to eat three meals a day of fast food. That was just for simple convenience, you know, but still the nutrition factor is not there. So, <laughs> so anyways, I just wanted to let you guys know that I understand what it feels like to feel alone, to, to have those feelings of longing and desire and, a, you know, to be around family, to have that family atmosphere where it's just full of loving, healthy-minded people that are just all happy and chit-chatting and warm and cozy. Like that's what I envision Christmas is just family time together. And we're going to recreate that here for ourselves at home. Just my little family, me and my husband and my three boys. And we're going to make it very, very special for us because we have a lot to be thankful for this year. Um, you know, our family, my entire family, I, I got to share this. Um, so some of you may know some, so this is for those that don't know. Um, I recently gave my life to Christ this past June when I went to a breakthrough event in California. And I'm so grateful I did. My life has not been the same. And this happened after I launched my book. So I have in mind to write another book because the healing hasn't stopped. And, um, you know, I don't, you know, boast about, you know, my issues that my husband and I had, but it's no secret that, you know, our relationship was challenging, but, you know, God taught me how to pray. He taught me how to do a lot, things that I didn't understand and know before. And I just went in, I dumped in, jumped in, in the deep end. And I've been doing the things that I feel I've been called to do. And now my husband is a believer. Now my 14 year old son has followed suit and I am just so incredibly grateful. Our lives have been changed. We now live our life, you know, by God's will. And it's just been so beautiful. That doesn't mean things won't happen. That doesn't mean that we won't endure, you know, um, issues or arguments. But the thing that I have noticed is that all of us approach things differently. We all feel different inside. We feel lighter. We feel more at peace. We feel more whole. And so when things happen, they don't feel nuclear to us anymore like they used to. So we're not, you know, getting crazy, yelling, hooting and hollering, all this other stuff that happens. Hi, Sandra. I'm so glad you caught me live too. It's good to see you virtually. <laughs> so solutions. I wanted to talk about the solutions. So one thing that I noticed that has worked incredibly amazing for me is to cre create a, a morning routine. Now, some of you might already have one, and that's great. I challenge you to recreate it or upgrade it, you know, update it, you know, to something that includes a the trifecta. And again, some of you might not know what that is. I refer to a trifecta as self-care of your mind, your body, and your soul. So like I mentioned before, those are the three main core areas that we each need to make sure our human body is in alignment. And, you know, this can be taken, you know, it could be amplified, not just 
one thing for your mental health, one thing for your physical health, and one thing for your spiritual health every day. It could be two things every day, three things. Like the idea would be to build up on that. That's what I did. Um, I needed to start slow and it worked for me. And as I started getting the routine of doing certain things that I, I loved, the weather changed. So I had to change things. So instead of, you know, going outside, running around the block, cause it was nice and warm out. Uh, it's a little too cold. <laughs> I think we got, um, last week it was two feet of snow. I don't know how much it is right now, but it is a blanket of white outside. I'm not going to go outside and run in the snow. I could, but I'd rather not. So I upgraded that. Like I changed that. So now I play this, um, really catchy tune that's on YouTube. It's just a catchy tune. I don't even know the name of the song, but it actually makes me want to start bobbing my head. It like does something to my body. It makes me want to move. So like, you know what? That's good cardio. And my son, my 14 year old loves to do jumping jacks. So he'll do that. He'll just be silly and he'll be there doing his jumping jacks, doing this thing. And I'm like, you know what? That's good cardio. I should do that. And he's like, come on, mama. And I'm like, okay. So I get up and I'm over here jumping, doing jumping jacks, you know, just moving my body. You know, I, and they're laughing. They are cracking up because mommy is over here looking like a silly, crazy person. <laughs> but guess what? That's exercise. It's getting my blood flow going. It's releasing endorphins. And I'm kid you not when I'm done. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I could just do anything like I could take on the world. And just a minute ago, I was in bed like, oh, I just want to sleep. I don't want to get up. It really, really helps. It really does. So that's why I suggest to as tip number one. To create a morning routine, if you already have one, include something, upgrade it, update it to include something every day that focuses on your mental health, your physical health, and your spiritual health. And I do want to mention, your physical health does come in two parts, okay? It's your nutrition, your intake, what you consume, what you drink, anything that goes inside medications, anything, anything that goes inside your body is considered um, physical. And that's important to be mindful of. Same thing with body movement. They like go hand in hand. You can't eat healthy and not move your body. A stagnant body will promote disease. So you don't want that. And then you can't just um, do the opposite because that doesn't help you either. So you need to do both. So both are really, it's like a two in one with your physical health. So mentally, uh, you could choose anything that you want to do that resonates with you as a unique individual to focus on your mental health. You can pray, some meditate on prayer, some um, write, uh, some do breakthrough work on themselves every day. There's so many things that you can do. Affirmations are part of that. There's a lot of things. And I do have all these things in my book, Unlocking Your Ability to Heal. You can find that on Amazon. Um, I will be talking later today about that as well um, on my Wellness Wednesday video. So feel free to catch that. Um, so in the back of that book, there's a self-care section and it shows options for you to choose from to care for your mental, your physical and your spiritual health. So if you want some help there, you can get that. Or actually, I just put the, uh, upgraded my gift on my website, unlockingyourabilitytoheal.com. I just upgraded that before it used to say 12 clues uh, that your body wants to heal mentally, physically, and spiritually. And now I'm giving away the trifecta, um, not the trifecta. I'm giving away the self-care section of my book so you can create your very own trifecta. So that would be really helpful for you guys. So I would encourage you to do that. Go to um, unlockingyourabilitytoheal.com and register with your email. And you can actually start implementing that right now. 
Find something that works with you. You know your time, maybe you have 30 minutes, maybe you have an hour, maybe you want to wake up earlier so you can include this in there. But I guarantee you, if you do this every morning, whether you have a schedule or you don't, but upgrade it or create one and include something to take care of your mental, physical, and spiritual health. And I promise you, you will feel different when you wake up in the morning. You will. There's no way not to. Um, There's scientific research all over about it. And I also have that in my book as well. Um, But that would be the first thing, because if you are not okay mentally, it's going to affect your day in a negative way. If your body is not, you know, if it's not ready to go, if it's not full of nutrition, if it's lacking, if it's tired, if it's, you know, it's not going to work for you. If your body is healthy, it's got its nutrition and it's, it'll be revving, ready to go for you to do what it is that you have to do. You will have the energy that you need for that day. But if you're not hot, even something as simple as being hydrated. Okay. That's another tip. Hydration. Make sure you're hydrated. Just because it's cold doesn't mean that you can't get hydrated. If you start noticing that you have chapped lips, you start noticing that your skin's starting to get dry, that could very well be a simple sign of hydration. That actually happened to my son the other day. I saw his hands and they were really dry and I started asking him, have you been drinking your water? Because they have water bottles. Um, they're like half the size as this. And, uh, and it's also in here, the stainless steel bottle. And the reason for that is it helps keep our beverages cool. Um, especially if you put vitamin power, powder, power, (laughs) vitamin powder will give you power. (laughs) It's a really good one. I actually share that on my cosmic sweets page on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So you could check that out too. Um, so I think that's enough about the trifecta, include a trifecta, focus every day, your mind, your body, your soul, get ready for the day. Then tip number two, would be to find a way to help someone else in need every day. This also gives you that human connection. We need to connect with other human beings. Some may not want to. Some have social anxiety. Some don't like people. Some hate people. Some are shy. You know, there's a thousand excuses. I, you know, I could come up with a thousand excuses. You can come up with a thousand excuses, but guess what? None of them are going to help you. So, Figure out what you can do. Maybe it's not going somewhere to a public place to see if you can help somebody because you're not there yet and that's okay. Maybe you can muster enough, you know, courage to go to the next door neighbor who you know maybe is elderly and they haven't taken out their trash or maybe they need help picking something up and you can offer to do it for them. You know, it's a way for you to go, to get out, to have that human interaction with somebody each day and to just help somebody. Because remember, December is all about the spirit of giving, and it doesn't have to be a tangible gift that you spent money on. I know for me, I think about like my garage. Our garage is has been organized, and then we got more stuff, and then we try to get rid of stuff, but it's such a challenge. And then I thought to myself, if I had one of my neighbors come over to us, like even if it was like a teen or something, I don't know, but whatever, just somebody came and said, Hey, you know, for Christmas, um, I'd like to help you. Is there something I can help you with? And I was like, well, my garage, you want to help me with my garage? And they're like, yeah, sure. What do you need? And, you know, I told them and they helped me and I came out later and saw my garage was beautiful the way I've been wanting it to be, but I just haven't had the time or the energy, whatever the case may be. And just knowing that this person came to do this, not expecting money, not expecting a tip, not expecting 
anything because they actually did this out of the goodness of their heart. Plain and simple. And the beauty about that, the unseen, is that even though a person has that giving heart that wants to help and give, and they're not expecting something in return, they will still be rewarded because that's just the way the world works. When you put good out into the world, that good comes back to you tenfold. (laughs) So it's really good to do that every single day. I encourage you every single day. This will also help you just to not just be in bed focusing on all the negative. If you have something in your mind that you can focus on, it's like a healthy distraction. So maybe in the morning you wake up and instead of thinking about all the negative things that you probably do every day, you can change it up by thinking, who can I help today? How could I help? Oh, I don't feel like doing that. That's okay. Find something that you do feel like doing. It's not supposed to make you feel, you know, bad about yourself. This isn't to beat yourself up. This is to help you. You know, like I mentioned, human connection, neighbor, you can go grocery shopping for someone, picking up or dropping off something, uh, simply just being there for good company. Just say, hey, you know, like to chat for a couple minutes. You never know. They might be able to give you wisdom that you may need in this time. You never know. That's why human connection is so important. God will use other people to send messages to us in our greatest time of need. So try to listen and try to be open-minded when it comes to that. Uh, you could bake muffins or cookies. Uh, you know, it's getting your body up and moving, doing something, and then maybe go give it to somebody. Give it to a neighbor, somebody that just moved in, somebody that you know that has kids. I guarantee you, if you're a mom and, you know, one of your neighbors, you know, came with some cookies or a healthy snack or something, you know, for your kids, I don't know about you, but that would be pretty amazing. I'd be like, yay, because my kids, that's all they do is eat. That's all they do. I have three boys and their dad's six foot and, you know, they're tall and all they do is eat. They're healthy boys. So, you know, you can help moms. Moms always need help. And, you know, I get it. We're, we can be pride, prideful. We can be too, you know, nervous about trying to reach out and ask for help because that's our kids. It's our responsibility that everybody needs help. Maybe you can help watch the kids while the mom takes a shower. Maybe, you know, you can help make lunch for them, whatever the case is. But there's always something that somebody needs help with that you can help them with. Volunteering is always a good thing. You know, recently I've been thinking about this. Um, I feel God's been putting this on my heart because I've been thinking about this a lot more. I have friends in the past that would buy blankets and things and jackets and deliver them to the homeless. I um, saw, or not saw, but I heard somebody in one of my groups mention about how they um, helped somebody that was homeless. And then it occurred to me, I changed when it comes to my perspective about people that are homeless, because I was homeless at 14. I was wandering the streets. I know what it's like to starve. I know what it's like to be in the cold and want it to stop. And it just won't like, I know what that's like. And then I started thinking here in Utah, there's so much snow. And then I started thinking it's way colder out here than what I experienced when I was out on the street. And my heart just started you know, bleeding at the thought of that. So then I had this idea. So I'm already getting my, my brain in gear of thinking about how to create, you know, some backpacks 
that have all the toiletries that people need, you know, travel size, just a little something to get them started and things that people would need right now, like chapstick, uh, lotion for their drying their hands, water to help them be hydrated. Um, you people, I feel like people don't think about water in the wintertime because it's not summer, but we need water just as much, if not more during the winter, um, just as much as we need it in the warmer seasons in summer. Um, so I thought about this bag, the toiletries. I want to try to figure out how to put a blanket in there. I started totaling everything up and it came out to almost 40 bucks and I don't even have a, um, a blanket in there or anything. So this is just a thought that I had that I really want to do. Maybe it's something I'll do on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I haven't fully planned it out yet. I don't know how many bags I can afford. I've thought about extending this to everybody out there in the world to see if anybody wants to, you know, donate um, a bag. I don't know what to call it. And I heard some other people here in Utah at schools are creating what's called blessed bags. And I was like, that's so amazing. I want to do that too. So I thought about doing that on my own. So I'll keep you guys posted as this idea of mine comes about. Um, so if any of you out there want to get involved, you can. Um, and then the final one for that would be to use the Bless app. I'll have a link in the description box to the website so you can learn more about it. And then you can go ahead and download the Bless app onto your phone. What's really amazing is that they do not collect any information. They don't collect your data. They, it's free to use. It's free for others. It's purely just an app to help bless other people. So maybe you're in the position where you can't do much, but you know, if you look on the Bless app, you'll see a lot of other people that are posting their needs. A lot of it is money related, but not all of it. Sometimes it's a helping hand. Sometimes it's this, sometimes it's that. See if you can help another person. Some of them are in your area, some are not, and you could ship something. There's so many ways to help other people. And um, so I strongly encourage you to to download the Bless app. I am, I am an ambassador for the Bless app. I highly support it. I know the owner, Tara, and she has such a beautiful soul. I love how she quit corporate to um, start this Bless app. And I actually interviewed her on a previous episode. I forget the number, but there's actually two episodes, one where I just talk about the Bless app. And then the second one is an interview with her so you can learn more about her and the background and how the whole thing just got started. It's really beautiful. So feel free to check that out. And tip number three for December, gratitude, 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 gratitude. What is gratitude? It's simply just being grateful. So grateful. Like me, I'm grateful. I am full of so much gratitude because I could just see and feel all the positive changes in my life all around me. And sure, there might be a few things that could be better, but you know what? They seem so minuscule compared to all of the incredible, beautiful things that I have to be grateful for. Like, you know, my family coming to Christ, my family now being a godly family and just having, we're getting rid of all of the yuckiness from our past, all those lies, all the shame, all the guilt, all the fear, all the anger, all the confusion. It's like, it's like gone. And I'm just gratitude people. <laughs> I've just did so much gratitude. Gratitude just lights you up. Um, you can 
practice gratitude, the biggest, most common one is to have a gratitude journal where in the, you can make this as a part of your uh, morning routine. This could be your mental health. You can put it, or even your spiritual health. You can, um, in the morning, this is what I do in the morning after I read my Bible and I say my prayers, I grab my book out and I start writing. It's really gratitude to God. I have personalized it to God. Do what works for you. And I just start writing about the day. It's also I'm also going to refer back to this journal to write my new book because it has a lot in there. So um, because of the things that have been happening and all my experiences. But I give thanks a lot about the simplest things. Even today, I said, dear God, I am so grateful and proud of my husband because he's just. He's just growing. He's becoming. The man that I always wanted to marry, like it's it's such a beautiful thing. Um, so try try to find something to give gratitude for every single day. You know, praise God, give gratitude. You can even just sit still in gratitude, almost like a form of meditation. You you're just sitting and being grateful, thinking and imagining all the things that you have to be grateful for. Like you're creating your own movie of gratitude in your head and you are just sitting still living in that state of gratitude. So there's three different things that you can do there to give gratitude. And those are so, so important, especially this month. So to recap, number one, Create a morning routine and make sure it has the trifecta. Create your very own trifecta where every morning you do something for your mental, physical, and spiritual health in a way that resonates with you because you are a unique human being. And if you would like to have a cheat sheet where you can create your very own trifecta, all you have to do is go to unlockingyourabilitytoheal.com, register your email, and you will get a PDF document of all the self-care options from the mind, body, and soul. And you can just pluck and choose what works for you and just move forward with that. And tip number two was to help somebody every day. Try to get that human interaction and help one person. If you want to help more, gravy. But, you know, just for sake of keeping things simple, one person. Focus on helping one person a day. Doesn't have to be money related. It could be time. It could be the gift of knowledge. Find a way to help somebody every day. Tip number three, gratitude. Write a gratitude journal, praise your Lord, or sit still in gratitude. Uh, Gratitude is a great place to be. Remember, what you put out, you get more back. So keep that in mind. And as we come to the end of the show, I want to thank everyone watching uh, thank you for listening uh, to this today's episode. Please comment with what resonated with you and invite your friends and family to like and follow on Facebook and subscribe on YouTube. You can also listen on all major podcast platforms at your leisure. And thank you to those that have given me a thumbs up and left a review. I really appreciate you. If you're looking for um, good books to read, I post a new must read every Saturday for weekend reading. I know these authors personally, and I have read their books, and I highly recommend them. Some of them I have actually interviewed here on the Tiffany Talks podcast show. You can find them on the Tiffany Talks Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter page. Those that would like to learn more about me are welcome to read my book, Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, which you can find on Amazon. And today I leave you with this quote from Susan L. Taylor. As we rise to meet the challenges that are 
part of natural living. We awaken to our many undiscovered gifts, to our inner power and our purpose. I'm Tiffany Patlin, signing off until the next episode. Stay warm and cozy, everybody. Bye.